الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم على حبيبك ونبيك سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ونبينا محمد وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا Living in the days of confusion where there is so much confusion out there that things that we were very certain about few years back now we have doubts and in fact not only doubts at a point of denial to all many of those things that we were certain about only some years back. With the flood information of information that is coming from everywhere, it became so difficult to differentiate between haq and batil, right and wrong, truth and falsehood. And every person out there is ready to give opinions. And not only that, subhanAllah, sometimes it's so surprising to see that there are people who seems to be, they are sitting there only to lie, only to deceive people, only to cheat people, only to keep on putting wrong information intentionally. They are just making up all of these things. If we take those information as reliable sources, surely we will be going away from the right path. And then when we start doubting it, 
then we don't know what to trust and what to doubt. And therefore, everything falls into the category of doubtful things. And gradually, this is breaking a lot of people. Because there is confusion. Because we don't know. How to trust the information. Some of our ibadat. Such ibadat that Ummah was always connected to it for the last 1400 years from the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we can say until the time of our parents of the previous generation, they all were strongly connected to it. Now we see a lot of disconnection even from those ibadat because we have doubts about them. One of these extremely, extremely important ibadah. A ibadah that has, that is full of benefits. Benefits of dunya and akhirah. It was considered to be one of the most basic and most important ibadah from the time of Sahaba Ridwanullahi until this day. Now we find a lot of people are disconnected from that ibadah. And that is the ibadah that this ayah is referring to that I just recited at the beginning. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima which is sending salah and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This ibadah is a unique ibadah that is given to this ummah. If we look at the other nations, regardless of who they are following, they could be following Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam, followers of Musa alayhi salatu wassalam, followers of Isa alayhi salatu wassalam, followers of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam, those who claim that their connection is with Yaqub alayhi salatu wassalam, whose name was, other name was Israel, and they are Bani Israel. And then those who follow any other person, whoever that person may be, we will see that those nations have lost their connection with their Anbiya, with the leaders. This is the only Ummah that has such a strong connection with their Prophet ﷺ, that from the day he passed away, and until this day, we see lines of people in Medina Munawwara, from all over the world, who would go over there, just to say salam to Rasulullah ﷺ. If you have visited the graves of any other Anbiya ﷺ, and I did, the place where people claim Musa alayhi salatu wasalam is buried. The place where they say that Isa alayhi salatu wasalam was born. The place where they would say that Isa alayhi salam according to their belief was buried for some time. 
the place where Yaqub is buried. Ibrahim alayhis qabr is right there. Ibrahim alayhis Yaqub alayhis Yusuf alayhis Their qubur in the same section. You only find visitors over there who are going, going there for tourism, not to go and recite some dua and say salam to these Anbiya And then you look at Medina Munawwarah. And you find flood of people from all over the world in spite of knowing that one salah in the haram of Makkah Mukarramah equals 100,000 prayers, yet they would go to Medina Munawwara to convey their salam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And not only this, the number of people that are in the haram of Medina and sending salam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a very small fraction of the total number of the Muslim Ummah that is sending salam from all over the world to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's nothing comparing to all the salam that is being sent every day. Every salah. As-salamu alayka ayyuhan nabiyyu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. As-salamu alayna wa ala ibadillah salihin. This is a unique ibadah. A special gift to the Ummah. A special connection of this ummah to their Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which we are losing it gradually. This is such a ibadah about which scholars say that any ibadah can be rejected. This is the only ibadah that is never rejected. A poet says in Arabic, أدم الصلاة على النبي محمد فقبولها حتم بغير تردد أعمالنا بين القبول وردها إلا الصلاة على النبي محمد That keep on sending salah and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as this is a ibadah that is always accepted all other deeds can be rejected because of any other reasons that is mixed in that ibadah except the salah on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is never rejected. If we just ask ourselves, those part of the ummah that are sitting in the masjid, that are connected to the masajid, if we ask ourselves how many times we send salah and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on daily basis. How many days we have in a week that we would really sit and send some salah and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We would see how disconnected we are from this important ibadah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith narrated by Imam Muslim rahimahullah in his sunan, in his sahih. Imam Abu Dawood, Imam Tirmizi rahimahumullah also narrated the hadith in his sunan, in their sunan. On the authority of Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man salla alayya wahidatan sallallahu alayhi biha ashra. A person who would send one salah to me, Allah will send ten salah on that person. Just think about this. 
We are making dua to Allah to send one rahmah on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. You made one dua of rahmah. In return, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, you are getting ten rahmas from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In another hadith, narrated by Imam Tabrani rahimahullah in his ma'jam, with an authentic isnad on the authority of Sayyidina Abu Hurairah Abu Darda radiallahu anhu, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man salla alayya hina yusbihu ashra, وَحِينَ يُمْسِي عَشْرًا أَدْرَكَتْهُ شَفَاعَةِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ A person who would send ten, salah ten times every morning and ten times every evening on me on the day of Qiyamah, I guarantee that person my intercession. See what we are getting here. Do we have enough ibadat that we can say, I don't have to worry about anything, I'm going straight to Jannah? Can we depend on our a'mal, on our ibadat? And if we cannot depend on our ibadat, then that is what, what is it that we need? We need the shafa'ah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Here Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us an easy way of getting his shafa'ah. Ten times salah on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam every morning and ten times every evening. Adrakathu shafa'ati yawm al-qiyamah. He will get my intercession on the day of qiyamah. In other hadith, rated by Imam Abu Dawood rahimahullah in his sunan, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ صَلَّى عَلَيَّ وَاحِدَةً صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ عَشْرَ صَلَوَاتٍ A person who would send one salah on me, Allah will send ten salah on him, which means ten rahmas on him. وَحَطَّ عَنْهُ عَشْرَ خَطِيئَاتٍ And Allah will forgive ten of his sins. وَرَفَعَ لَهُ عَشْرَ دَرَجَاتٍ And Allah will elevate him by ten levels in Jannah. Each time we are sending one salah, you are ten levels higher in Jannah, closer to the place of Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam. You are getting closer to Jannah al-Firdaus. What are these levels of Jannah that we are buying through one salah? If we can only appreciate what is this Jannah and the levels of Jannah and being close to Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam. Now it's up to us to decide how close we want to be with Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam. For each salah, ten levels higher in Jannah. In a hadith narrated by Imam Nasa'i rahimahullah. On the authority of Talha radiallahu anhu, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, came to the masjid where sahaba were sitting. They said, Ya Rasulullah, inna nara fi wajhika bushra lam nara. We see such a happiness on your face that we haven't seen it before. You seem to be very happy today, Ya Rasulullah. He said, yes. Just now an angel came to me. And the other hadith which is in Sunan Abi Dawood specifies that Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam came to me. And he said to me, Ya Muhammad, would you be pleased to hear that Allah says that whoever will send one salah to you, I, Allah, will send ten rahmah on that person. And a person who would send one salam to you, Allah says, I will say ten times salam to that man. 
Who is this? Who is saying salam to us? As-salam Jalla Jalalu. His name is Salam. He is the creator of Salam, of the peace. The one who controls all the peace in this universe. If he sends ten Salam to us, how much peace will be in our life? The thing that everyone is missing. There is no peace of mind. Where did it go? It went away with these ibadat. As we lose connection with these ibadat, the peace of mind is gone. If we look at our situation from the worldly point of view, we are better than millions of people in the world. There are so many people, if they would have only 50% or even less than that of what we have, they will be very happy. But we are not happy. We are not satisfied. There is always something that is troubling us. That is bothering us. Why? Where did the peace of mind go? Where do we get it back from? This is what Rasulullah wasallam is teaching us here. As Rasulullah wasallam said in a hadith narrated by Ubay ibn Ka'ab very well known hadith. When he went to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, Ya Rasulullah, and look at the wordings that this Sahabi is using. Ubay ibn Ka'ab, Sayyid al-Qurra. He says, Ya Rasulullah, inni ukthiru salata alayk. I have a habit of sending a lot of salat on you, Ya Rasulullah. This is not a person who is in our position who have not seen Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who does not have the opportunity to go and meet him and say salam to him, shake hands with him. This is a person who every day, he is around him. Day and night, he is around Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he is shaking hands with him. He is saying salam to him face to face. Still, he says, when I go away, my ibadah on daily basis, my daily routine is, Inni ukhthiru salata alayk. I send a lot of salat on you, Ya Rasulullah. Then disturb the value of this ibadah. And then he says, Ya Rasulullah, I have designated some time for sendings, for doing some ibadat. I do a lot of salat on you. In addition to that, I have fixed some time of the day, some hours of the day for dua, for dhikr. These ibadat. Out of that time, I want to also fix some time for sending salat and salam on you, Ya Rasulullah. Now look at this note that he mentioned at the beginning, that I have a habit of sending a lot of salat, but now I have time for dua. Maybe three, four hours a day, I will be making duas and I will be doing Tasbihat, Adhkar, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Istighfar and all of those. Part of that I would like to add Salat and Salam in that schedule too. Sahaba Ridwanullahi when they used to make this schedule of the Ibadah, they used to show it to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for the approval. This is what I'm doing Ya Rasulullah, what do you think about it? If today we were to present our schedule of ibadah to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just think about it, what is it that we would write in that schedule? 
Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Ubay radiallahu anhu, during these hours that you will be making dua and doing some adhkar, you said you want to do, fix some time for sending salah on me, I cannot tell you how much, whatever you like. Ubay ibn Ka'b radiallahu anhu said, Ya Rasulullah, how about one quarter of this time? So if it is four hours, one hour. And the rest of the, the other three hours for istighfar and other adhkar and for uh, do, uh, doing the other ibadat. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whatever you like. فَإِن فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكَ If you increase it, it would be better for you. So Ubay radiallahu anhu said, فَجْعَلُوا لَكَ النِّصْفَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ then half of that time will be for sending salat on you, Ya Rasulullah. If it is four hours, two hours salat on you, the other two hours for the other adhkar. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَا فَإِن زِدَّ فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لك. Whatever you like. But if you increase it, it would be better for you. Ubay radiallahu anhu said, فَالثُلُثَيْنِ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ How about two-thirds of the time will be for sending salat on you, and one-third will be for the other adhkar. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَا whatever you like. فَإِن زِدَّ فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكَ If you increase it, it would be better for you, Abu Bay. Ubay ibn Ka'ab radiallahu anhu said, فَإِذَنْ أَجْعَلُ لَكَ صَلَاتِي كُلَّهَا Then that whole time will be just for sending salat on you, Ya Rasulullah, for the other adhkar, I will find some other time. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ubay, if you do this, إِذَنْ تُكْفَى هَمَّكَ وَيُغْفَرُ لَكَ ذَنْبُكَ In that case, all of your worldly worries will be taken care of by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah will forgive all of your sins. Very well-known scholar of Islam, Imam Shawkani rahimahullah, says about this hadith, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned two virtues over here of sending a lot of salat on him. He said, although it's only two, فَإِنَّهَا جُمَّاعُ الْخَيْرِ كُلِّهِ They combine all the good of the dunya and akhirah. Because Allah subhanahu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, through this ibadah, through a lot of salat and salam and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, تُكْفَاهَمَّكْ Allah will take care of all of your worries. What is disturbing us in our life? Imagine living a life that is free of worries, worryless life. This is what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying. That anything that bothers you, Allah will find an easy way out of that difficulty for you. Allah will make a solution for you, create a solution for you there. And, وَيُخْفَرُ لَكَ ذَنْبُكَ all of your sins will be forgiven, which means no worries and difficulties of akhirah. So you are safe from difficulties of dunya, difficulties of akhirah. Through what? Salat and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And let's once again ask ourselves how many times we are sending salat and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And today being the day of Jum'ah, let's quickly look at one more hadith that specifically talks about this day. The day of Jum'ah, narrated by Imam Abu Dawood and others in the Sunan. 
رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said إن أفضل أيامكم يوم الجمعة your best day is the day of جمعة فيه خلق آدم آدم عليه السلام was created and born on that day which means Allah put the ruh in him on that day وفيه قبض on that day he passed away he's mentioning this as a blessing because we know when Adam left this dunya where did he go? straight into the Jannah the doors of Jannah are open for Anbiya so he was he died on that day the blowing of the trumpet of the soul both of them the first and second will be on that day which means Qiyamah will be on that day and resurrection will also be on that day then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَأَكْثِرُوا عَلَيَّ مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ فِيهِ Therefore, recite a lot of salat on me on the day of Jum'ah. فَإِنَّ صَلَاتَكُمْ مَعْرُوضَةٌ عَلَيَّ When you send salat to me, right there, an angel picks it up and presents it to me. You could be in a remote part of the world. No other Muslim there. In a jungle, in a desert. And you say, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Right there, your name is mentioned in the rawdah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. An angel goes there and he says, Ya Rasulullah, I have a gift for you. This and the person with this name have sent this gift from you, from, to you from that place over there. Look at our connection with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam through the salah. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Keep on sending salah on me regularly because innaha zakatul lakum. It keeps on purifying you, will purify your heart, your purify, will purify your brain. So this hadith of Abu Dawood Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he said to Sahaba Ridwanullah on the day of Jum'ah, send a lot of salah on me. That is the day when a lot of ni'mas came to the ummah. A lot of difficulties. People will be facing difficulties on the day of the day of Qiyamah and the day of resurrection. Therefore, send a lot of salah on me on that day. Hopefully, that salah will protect you from those hardships. And every time when you say, right at that time, right at that moment, your salah is presented to me. Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, وَكَيْفَ تُعْرَضُ صَلَاتُنَا عَلَيْكَ وَقَدْ أَرِمْتَ how would our salah be presented to you after your death when you have decomposed? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, No, 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 no. Don't think that way. Inna Allah harrama ala al-ardi an ta'kula ajsaad al-anbiya. Allah has forbidden the earth from, uh, from consuming the bodies of anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. The earth cannot have, have any effect on the bodies of anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. In fact, the hadith in Sahih Muslim, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said on the night of Mi'raj, I passed by Musa alayhi salatu wa sallam, wa Musa qa'imun fi qabrihi yusalli. He was standing in his qabr performing salah. So this is our connection with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Protection from all the difficulties of the dunya and akhirah. Our source of getting all the rahmah into our lives. And source of getting Allah's rahmah. And source of getting salam from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine if someone receives salam from a pious person. Assalamu alayhi. They say, mashallah, he made dua for me. 
If someone, if today will someone will tell us that we will take your name by the Kaaba and we will make the Imam of the Haram make dua for you, would that be more important? Or here when Allah subhanahu Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is telling us that when you send salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah sends salam on you. Nothing greater than that. You can't find nothing greater than this. And such an important ibadah. And we are paying no heed to it, no attention to it. And we are so far away from it. This is the source of every khair and rahmah in our life we need to remember. This is the source of every rahmah and barakah in our life. Have we really taught our families, our children, that you must have some time to send salah and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? If we want to count how many times they have sent salah on salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the last 10 years, maybe you can count it by the number of days we had, and maybe this many times they had just maybe once each day, or just in their salah without even paying attention to what they're doing. If you say salam to me, while you're looking at someone else and your hand is like this to me, I will say, you know, I don't even feel like saying salam to this person anymore. We are sitting in tashahud, that's the only time we may be sending salam. And even at that time, our mind is somewhere else. We need to have time, designated time, when we sit and send salah and salam. عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد let me just mention one last hadith although there are hundreds of them there are so many of them but Ibn Bayhaqi رحمه الله have narrated in Fadail al-Awqat, with an authentic isnad, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a person who would send salah hundred times every day, he would make a habit of sending salah on me hundred times every day, qadallahu lahu mi'ata haja. Every day Allah will take care of hundreds of need, of his needs, سَبْعِينَ مِنْهَا لِآخِرَةٍ وَثَلَاثِينَ مِنْهَا لِدُنْيَا 70 of his needs of akhirah and 30 of his needs of dunya. 100 needs are being fulfilled every day by sending it 100 times on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's our choice really. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala connect us to this beautiful ibadah, this simple and easy ibadah. And may Allah open our hearts to accept these, this beautiful ibadah and bring it into our lives. يقول الله جل وعلا في كتابه العزيز أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وجاء في الحديث الصحيح الذي رواه العراقي والهيثمي في مجمع الزوائد أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال حياتي خير لكم تحدثون ويحدث لكم تعرض علي أعمالكم فما رأيت من خير حمدت الله وَمَا رَأَيْتُ مِنْ شَرٍ إِسْتَغْفَرْتُ لَكُمْ وقال الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم إِنَّ لِلَّهِ مَلَائِكَةً سَيَّاحِينَ يُبَلِّغُونِي مِنْ أُمَّةِ السَّلَامِ فَأَكْثِرُوا عَلَيَّ مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ وَالسَّلَامِ بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعني وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم استغفر الله لي ولكم ولساء 